0: Welcome to Daily Devotion with Ken Gurley. Devotions designed to inspire you on your daily walk with God. Each day we walk through the vital principles of the abundant life. Our Lord can do above and beyond all we ask or think. Here's your host, Ken Gurley. Do you know that only one in three people can identify which emotion they are feeling? I mean, it's a little wonder there are hundreds, if not thousands of emotions. I'm lost in the list of emotions that I was reading the other day. started with admiration, adoration, aesthetic appreciation, amusement, anxiety, and then the one that arrested my attention, awe. That's the proper word to describe our day, awe. We don't know what tomorrow holds. We don't know how long we will endure what we're enduring. We don't know how long it will be before God breaks through and sends us that great and mighty move of his spirit. But until then, I believe we should live in awe because God is preparing to turn the tide. All this week, we're talking about overcoming in daily devotions. I believe today God is about to overcome your sense of being overwhelmed. And the Lord is going to bring the victory. You see, you and I have the power. We have the power to determine how our all closes. I can choose whether this day will become awful, or I can choose whether today becomes awesome. I choose. And that is awe-inspiring in itself. You see, within each of us is a steering wheel of sort. We can choose to point our lives away from God, or we can point our lives to him. And that is an all-generating decision. I believe that we have the power within us to turn to God. I don't believe the enemy can take that from us. When darkness surges around us, turn to God. Darkness is a lot like the tides. We are awash with a 24-7 news culture that never seems to have any good news to share. Add to that our mobile devices and screen times and news feeds and alerts and notifications. We are deluged with the rising tide of information, a tide of bad news, the latest report, the latest scandal, the latest poll, the latest research, the latest study. And this present darkness seems to threaten to overwhelm us, to extinguish that burning candle of hope to draw us from the safe moorings of a harbor of peace. I've never been to the Bay of Fundy, located between New Brunswick and Nova Scotia. Billions of gallons of water rush in on the tide. Most places in the world, the high tide may be three feet higher than the low tide, but not here. It can range to a 46-foot differential. Isn't that the sort of picture of a world that we're living in right now? A rising tide, not a tsunami that's quick and dramatic, but a surge, a surge of waters from the deep, bringing with it despair and hopelessness and hurt and hate and anger and conspiracies and fear. It's not gradual. It's not a slight increase. It's a surge, a lasting surge. And I think that's what touches our heart so deeply is that we're witnessing event taking place all around us that are traumatic and dramatic. And we sense that it's here to stay in mass. We simply don't know how to process what we're facing. We're overwhelmed. We're deluged. We're paralyzed by a rising tide of evil, surging darkness. I don't need to prove that to you. You know that in your spirit. It's all around us. Don't you know that's how Daniel felt when he was in Babylon, the most wicked part of the world, the home of demonic forces, the seat of Satan, the mystery Babylon that ran through the ancient into the modern world. A tidal pool of iniquity filled with political intrigue and fiery furnaces and dens of lions. Furthermore, Daniel was wrestling over the future with visions of tomorrow, where God was going, what he was doing. Don't ever forget, every battle you face today is always over your future. You wonder why the enemy comes in like a flood. You wonder why you are saturated and overwhelmed. It's not because of your past. It's not because of your present. You are wrestling against the currents of a more certain future. You fight like a salmon going upstream for a brighter tomorrow. You're not wrestling yourself. You're wrestling, as God told Daniel, for your people. You're fighting the rising tide for your family. You're fighting for your friends. You're fighting this surging darkness for this nation for God to bring a great awakening and revival. David was in the thick, surging darkness. In the 56th Psalm, David was captive. He was held in Goliath's hometown. How he got there is another story for another day. Just suffice it to say, he let fear. He turned awe into awful rather than let faith turn all awe into awesome. It was fear that brought him there but he cried out to the Lord. I love how the living Bible renders this, the ninth verse of Psalm 56. The very day I call for help, the tide of battle turns. My enemies flee. This one thing I know, God is for me. Does that blow your mind? This one thing I know, God is for me. David said, the very day I called for help, the very day I turned to the Lord, the very day I cried out to you, the tide turned. When darkness surges, our helper emerges. Do you know where your help comes from? I've been drawing from an old well recently, an old song that we sang many years ago. One of those scripture songs that's so timeless. I will lift up mine eyes to the hills from which cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord, the Lord which made heaven and earth. My help comes from the Lord. David set his face to the heavens. He said, the day I called for help. That very day, Lord, you showed up and you turned the tide. You drove back the darkness. You gave me strength. You picked me up. You helped me, God. My help, my help, all of my help comes from the Lord. Now, you may say, wait a minute, Pastor. David said he called for help, and on that very day, the tide turned, but that didn't happen with Daniel. So no way. God did it for David, but he didn't do it for Daniel. Daniel knew what David had prayed. Daniel could have said, God, do you love David more than me? You answered him and turned the battle that very day. But Lord, I've been praying. I've been fasting. I've been calling on your name for 21 days. Maybe you're in the same boat. You've been praying. You've been fasting. You've been asking God to show up. We're talking about overcoming this week. What about overcoming the delay to answered prayers? when we feel like darkness is winning and God has not responded, why, Lord? Why do you prolong the answer? Why, God? Why didn't you hear us back then? Why haven't you shown yourself up? But you and I don't need to understand the timing of God. It was 21 days into Daniel's prayer and fasting that he was walking alongside a riverbank, and suddenly this brilliant creature appeared to him, a messenger sent from heaven. And the truth was revealed that he had been fighting, that God had to send Michael, the captain of the angelic host, to help this angel get through with the answer. But finally, he came through with the answer. And notice what the angel said to Daniel on day 21. In Daniel 10, 12, Daniel From the first day you set your heart to understand and to humble yourself before your God, your words were heard. You were heard on day one. God sent an answer on day one, but it fought for 21 days to get to you. I heard you, it seems like the Lord is saying. I heard you just like I did David of old. And I heard you at that very moment. But the Lord was sending an angel to fight his way through with the answer. You need to be confident that your helper has come on the scene, that he's emerged from his throne room in heaven, and he's showing up on your behalf, that the moment you call on him, he hears. That's what John said in 1 John 5. This is the confidence we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know we have the petitions that we've asked of him. He heard me. He heard my cry. That is our confidence and that is our assurance that the very day we pray, the Lord hears us and the tide begins to turn the day I turn to God. The tide turns when you cry out to him. I love the 18th Psalm, in my distress, I called upon the Lord and I cried out to my God. He heard my voice from his holy temple and my cry came before him, even to his ears. Never underestimate the power of one prayer. Never underestimate the strength of one person's cry. But I'm having difficulty, Pastor. Pray the hardest when it's hardest to pray. Sometimes all it takes is one prayer to change everything. I had a dream the other night. It was sort of a, it's a wonderful life kind of dream. In the dream, I heard the voice of God say, imagine a world without. And in my dream, God spoke a person's name, name of a person I deeply respect. And in that dream, when asked to imagine a world without that person, I felt a wave of despair sweep over me, blackness and darkness. And God spoke to me in the dream and said, that's the power of one person of faith. They can hold back the tide. They can hold back the night. I shared that dream with that person that very next morning. I'm sharing it with you because I believe you are holding back waves of despair. The moon at night influences the tide. And like the church, the moon rides high in the night sky, part of the earth, but apart from the earth. And so it is that you and I can influence the tides of this world. That your prayers, your calling out on the name of the Lord, it can reverse the, The tide, that same tide that came in so fast can leave with the same rapidity that it came. It came swiftly, it can leave swiftly. I believe the tide turns today. That is what I feel impressed of the Lord to tell you today is that the tide is turning. Whatever forces of darkness you faced, whatever has come against you, whatever has plagued and perplexed you and robbed you of your peace of mind and sapped you of your strength and your passion in living for God, whatever blanket of gloom has drowned out your joy, I believe it's leaving. The tide turns today as swiftly as it came in. That's how fast it can leave. We're looking to God to hear our prayers and to answer us. It's happening today. Thank you for sharing in daily devotion with Ken Gurley. We pray this ministry has been a source of encouragement and strength to you. Please be mindful that your financial support enables us to meet with you each day. To give a donation or connect with us, visit our website at kengurley.com. There you will also find the latest books, podcasts, and resources. The book on prayer is Pastor Gurley's latest book, You can get your copy of this life-changing book at kengurley.com. May God's favor rest on you in every way until we meet again.